Akira. Let's go. He's got clout. Buckle. It's not a good solution. this there. Nice. Yeah, what up, baby? Welcome to the meeting stream. I'm your host, Akira the Don. All aboard Starship Wave Rider. We're going deep. 
is Monday, you know what that means, baby. It's Meaning Wave. It's Meaning Wave Monday. That's what happens every Monday. It's just, it's just we do Meaning Wave Live, baby. We go all in. Just like James Alsatcher told us to. Yeah! And it's a beautiful day to be alive here at the peak of recorded human days to be alive by Joe. Shout out to everybody locked in. Who's in the building? What up, Eamon Fitzgerald? What up, Angelo Zimmerman? What up, John McGarvey? Welcome one and all. We're doing a very special live set tonight. The first of a series. The first of a series. We're calling it JBP Wave Chronicle. Maybe JBP Wave Chronicles. I think JBP Wave Chronicle. I like the definitive. Chronicle. Chronicle, yeah. And uh, what that is, that is uh, going through the entire existing JBP Wave archives and chronicling them in the form of some live sets and an epic playlist. You go to Spotify, uh, you can find that JBP Wave playlist. It has been organized in a fashion that makes sense, that tells a sequential story that takes you from A to B to C to D, all the way back to Z, baby. And uh, we're doing a series of live sets of that JBP Wave Chronicle as I work on the new JBP Wave LP, which if you were watching my story today uh, on Instagram, you'll see another couple of songs coming together. Very epic, very joyful. Uh, also today I discovered entirely synchronistically, entirely synchronistically, I began work on this album last week, you know, and uh, this week on TikTok of all places, uh, this song, the uh, the vocal version of this song, Art, featuring Joby, uh, Jordan Peterson, <laughs> from the last album, Father, uh, is trending on, is going, uh, what's the word, viral on TikTok. And uh, now over 7,000 people have made videos of themselves making art to this song or making art and playing this song on top of it. Uh, which really is quite the bloody thing. You know, I'm not, um, I'm not really much of a TikTok person. I have it, I have the page, but I've never done a great deal with it. You know, I've never done, done a great deal with it. Uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Point that I find it difficult to even open the app by Joe. Ridiculous. How does this thing work? <laughs> oh, there you go. So, yeah, there's tons of these things. Um. I could be doing this better. Look, people are like drawing people on the train to it. Hush, hush crowd. See that? Uh, anyway. I should have done this on the screen. There's thousands of them. There's a guy doing a thing with a rubber. Oh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, a guy is like holding a rubber over some kind of shaving device while playing this song, you know. Um, there's people painting, speed painting. There's people doing uh, eye makeup. And there's literally thousands and thousands and thousands of these things. 
So, you know, as always, what do we say here at uh, Meaning Wave HQ? We say, you know, look for the synchronicities that will tell you you're going in the direction of rightness. And I suppose, uh, starting work on a new JVP Wave record, and then uh, this last song from the previous record becoming some kind of viral trend on TikTok, is is one of those uh, syn synchronistical sort of uh, signposts, I think. What do you think, brothers and sisters? What do you think? Also, yeah, they're all back together again celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving today. And that, by the way, I've got to say, happy uh, Canadian Thanksgiving to all my Canadian friends and family out there. God, God bless you. Thank you for, uh, you know, sharing your Canadian life with the world. Uh, I tweeted this earlier, you know. Uh, I'm grateful to you and I'm grateful for you. And uh, so say all of us, I think. I mean, it really is very magical. I, I had that, you know, the thing I get where I have like a single manly tear well up on the right side of my face. Just all these videos, literally thousands and thousands of videos of people painting and drawing and making things to this, this record, you know? Very beautiful. Uh, very dope. And uh, wow, shout out to everybody locked in. Good to see you all. You know, I had another great day. Uh, I have a tweet going crazy on Twitter right now. And um, it's some, whenever you do anything nice, you know, some people get upset. All I said was people denying the fact this is the best time to be alive in recorded human history. Spent the first six months in heated apartments playing Animal Crossing and crying over politics on Twitter. My grandfather was taken from his school and put in a Russian concentration camp. Bless them. That's what I said. Well, I also then said 99% of your ancestors had to shit in a hole in the ground and wipe their asses with leaves, but keep on broadcasting to the world on your pocket, on a pocket-sized supercomputer about how awful the world is and how much your life sucks. Oh, 2020 so hard, this is the worst year ever. 99.999% of your ancestors died in squalor after a few hard decades at the very fucking best. You have a fucking heated waterfall in your house. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I did get upset. Upset, emotion, uh, no, no, passionate. Every single one of your ancestors would carve their legs off with a rusty spoon to get to live your life for a single weekend. You live better than kings did. All you do is piss and moan about things outside your control. You do fuck all about that within. What a waste. Then I posted a link to the Doom It's a Bloomer playlist, you know? Anyway, that thing has gone crazy. It's still going crazy. It's had half a million views or something. Da-da-da-da-da. And most people have been very nice, but of course you hit that little seam. That little seam of people who just send you straight up abuse. All that istophobe stuff. They're all they're very racist. This, this person was like, uh, racist and sexist. They are like, oh yeah, of course a white man would say that. A straight white man. They said they're sexist and racist and uh, homophobic or whatever. It's the, the phobic of whatever you like you do with your um, junk, you know. Some horrible people out there. You'd have thought there'd be terms and services that uh, would stop people spewing such such hate speech. I think you could call it that hateful speech. You know, it seems hateful. It seems hateful. And there, uh, don't we have terms and conditions to stop people spewing such hateful speech? You know, they were doing uh, a sweet little Gal Gadot again today. You know, she's going to play um, that Greek lady Cleopatra in a film, and they're very upset about this, calling her all sorts of horrible things. Horrible things. 
you know, what with her, you know, she's Jewish, they don't seem to like that. I was sure the internet had all sorts of uh, procedures for dealing with these istophobiasms. But I guess not. I guess not, baby. I guess it's a free-for-all. Well, luckily, I am not affected by uh, the opinions of Borat! Or really, that much the opinion of wonderful people either, you know? It's very important to, uh, you know, not be uh, affected by these external things. While at the same time, you know, looking around you and, and gleaning what is to be gleaned of use. By Jove! Anyway, it's a beautiful day to be alive here at the peak of recorded human civilization. I would, I think, pretty sure the data suggests that uh, it's definitely better being alive now for more people than it ever has been before and you're a lot less likely to die uh, in the birth of child or getting beaten around the head by a rock. You know, dysentery, the plague, stuff of that nature. You know, pretty sure most people uh, who are tuned into this have got a supercomputer more powerful than whatever was used to send men into space in the 1960s. Shouts out to them. The president's on TV, or at least he was earlier, uh, saying uh, they're going to put someone on Mars next week and a lady on the moon as well. Some kind of person on Mars and a lady on the moon, a moon lady by Jove. What a time to be alive. You know, imagine that, a moon lady. Shouts out to all the uh, space people, you know. Space people. And, uh, you know, that's the direction we're going in tonight. Uh, we're going on a beautiful, a beautiful cruise into the cosmos with your boy Jordan B. Peterson. Shouts out to Jordan B. Peterson. He's a Canadian. Of course on Canadian Day we have to do a Jordan B. Peterson set. It would be rude not to. Rude not to. What a regular father who says, uh, as a regular father, I understand being called an istophobe. Weird that. Weird. Very strange. Uh, Walking Mallpert says, By Jove, I forgot to smash my like. Yeah, I can see there's a bunch of you who have not yet smashed the like, and I would urge you to do so. Do it for the ancestors. You know, do it for the ancestors. The ancestors, uh, they didn't get to smash like. You do. You're at the peak of recorded human civilization. You get to smash like. By Jove! Anyway, good to see you all. And, uh, you know, since it's Canadian, uh, Thanksgiving Day and we ask a similar questions to this quite a lot and it's a good question to ask you should ask it yourself every day baby we're gonna do the international high five and I want you to let me know where in the world your body is baby where you at you're in the MAZ now but where you know where did you come from and uh, what are you thankful for I'm thankful for Canadians Canadians in general and, uh, and also a very special Canadian family you know Kind of, they're like the Simpsons of Canada, you know? Uh, and that would be the Petersons. So uh, I would say happy Canadian Day to the Petersons. Thank you for everything you've done and continue to do for this this humble species of humans. What up, Angelo Zimmerman in the house? What up, Robert Easley? What up, Bender? What up, Matt Carter? What up, Patrick Smith? What up, John Hansen? What up, David Ewing? What up, Word XP, Toronto, Canada? David Ewing in CA, thankful for Meaning Wave. Word XP, Toronto, Canada, thankful for my mum and her good health. Still rocking it at 70. Get after it, or should I say... You gotta get after it. Yes. Richard Young said, I heard someone say today, if what I'm doing would have upset my ancestors, I'm probably doing it right. 
I hope that girl finds her way to the MAZ, me too. Although, uh, you know, she she's obviously infected with the mind virus and uh, would need to be quarantined and, and uh, you know, fed, uh, drip-fed meaning way to get her healthy. Uh, Zachary Brooks, thankful for the MAZ, Marquette, Michigan. Jacob Chappell, Austin, Texas, thankful for the amazing procedure and groceries we have such a super easy access to. Yeah. Point. Very good point. Very, very, very good points. Uh, Aiden Dicastra, thankful meaning way. Daniel Collegio, thankful for you at the moment. A meaning's pretty great. All hail the Peterson saying what's up from Santa Fe. Nice. Shout out to Santa Fe. Santa Fe is beautiful. Kyla Sherrod is in the house. Where's cracking, baby? <sighs> Plays record. Florida, aka Flafla. Uh, thankful for my husband's bar exam is tomorrow and that chaos will be over soon. Prayers for him tomorrow. Infinitely appreciated. We pray that that bar gets uh, raised and smashed by Joe. Aiden Dicastra, Edmondson was cracking. Surge it's edge in the rain, thankful for a roof. I know, right? Imagine that. Most of your ancestors didn't have a roof. Pretty weird. Uh, most, no roof. Internet crustacean, West Point, NY, thankful for meaning wave. Robert Easley, the ape suit is in Chicago and I'm grateful for my family. And JBP getting well. I know, right? Looking good at that table. At that table. Looking good. And you know, as I've been saying all along, uh, if you wish, you know, to be a phoenix first, you must burn. And there can be no epic hero's journey comeback without something to come back from. By Jove, all these things are necessary. The world is a story, and the story's got to be a good one, you know. And this is a good one. Andrew Pullman in Australia. Thankful that I still have work and have not been terribly affected by Tom Hanks' dirty virus. Tom Hanks and his foul disease running around causing all sorts of problems. And uh, and we, you know, we transcend them regardless. Alec Moran. Thankful for family and faith. Dundee, Michigan. Get after it. Mike Betters, Pixburg. Thanks to JBP for all the wisdom and for leading me to Akira. And thus, more wisdom. It's the circle of wisdom. Circle of wisdom, baby. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. So many, so many beautiful messages. So many beautiful messages, brothers and sisters. David Ewing says, I'm thankful you took my suggestion and made a Feynman wave. Uh, yes. Yes, David Ewing. Uh, Mike Bessers, we, we gave you your righteousness. Odd Man Gaming's in the house, says hello, friends. Spigandi Flafla, thankful for the ancestors. Exactly! Cindy Bailey, my soul vessel is cooking some pork fried rice and I'm thankful for bacon. Uh, bacon. Mess me up talking about bacon. Uh, Prince Shabrika's XV, Seattle, I'm thankful for the ability to go forth into the wilderness and maintain the tradition of harvesting my food from the great beasts of land. I'm also grateful for the gym. Yes! Exactly. Akira. <laughs> Draft 42, Philly suburbs. Dan and I are grateful for the wave, epic activities only, 2020 and beyond. Yes! Yes! You already know. Uh, Zach Doolin, yeah, boy! Val says shouts out to the sun, and I agree. Make some noise for the sun, baby! That's what trees come out of. Yeah. 
Uh, that's what when you burn a log, it's really stored sun that's coming out. We know that from a song on Meanie Wave Masterpieces, new album out now. Alan Moran says it's crazy how college makes so many people dumbasses for money. Nothing like paying 40 years of debt for mental indoctrination. I know, what a wonderful system. Matt Castro, I'm thankful for the language we use to unify together. Yes! Mad Horse, grateful for falling leaves. Joshua Tran, Seattle, thankful for the technology that lets me find jobs all over the country when I would have been limited to just my small area 20 years ago. Say it again for the fools at the back. YouTube Hero Alex says, love seeing the chat so busy. It's lovely seeing the chat so busy. It's a great deal to read very fast. It's lucky I made the incremental improvements of putting a great big whop-off screen in front of me here. So I can read and keep my eyes in the general vicinity of the camera so I can address you uh, properly, like jo like Joe Budden. Not Joe Budden, who's, the, who's that mad old guy? Uh, you know the one. The one who reads everything off the screen. You go, you'd be like reading things, he goes, oop, oop, oop. So he wants you to scroll it. I do my own scrolling. My other incremental improvement is uh, I've got a slide out desk thing here with a mouse here so I can control the regulator which does the streaming from the DJ booth. Just a little bit better every day, baby. It's so cool. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Just make things a little bit better every day and you will get to the promised land. You know, you will get, uh, you'll get to to glory you'll get to glory you know right now i feel like i'm in a real place of glory uh with these streams you know things run real smooth uh things are real real beautiful you know and i'm very very grateful very very grateful to all of you because uh, without your support and without you being here and you know uh this wouldn't be possible would it this would be the tree falling in the woods with no one there to hear it not making a sound yeah uh, did we read everyone's everything? No, they're still coming in. Bender is thankful to good friends with comfy couches. Exactly. John Packers hailing from across the pond. Akira, what's cracking, baby? Akira. What up, Plastic Owl? What up, Andy Burrows? Shout out to all of you. We're going in with uh, the first of a series of special JBP Wave live event sets. JBP Wave. Chronicle. But before we do that, we've got to have an international high five. We've got to do that. It's the thing that binds us together across space and time. Space and time. And what it does is you do a high five and that gives energy, right? But then by holding it and doing that high five, you then get all the energy from everyone else who did the high five. Feels like it works. Are you ready? Are you ready, baby? Eamon Fitzgerald says, we're getting to 200 tonight. 200 what? 200 what, baby? 200 kilowatts of vibes? I think so. We need a close-up, you know? We need a close-up. Yeah, that's right, Alan Watts. Laugh it up, baby. Three, two, one. Nice. 
That felt good, baby. I gotta say that felt good. How was that for you? Word XP says, I feel the power! That's right. Alright, we're about to go in with this special set. Before that, though, I'm going to play you one song from the new album, Meaning Wave Masterpieces 2. Meaning Wave Masterpieces 2 dropped on Bandcamp and YouTube on Friday, and it will be on Spotify and all streaming platforms this Friday. That's called a staggered release, i.e. I, uh, Akira the Don's new distributor making a booby. And, uh, but that's cool, because it just elongates the thing and, uh, and makes it a bit more somehow special, I think. I think, that's what I'm saying. And uh, this is one of my favorite tracks on the record and a lot of other people's favorite tracks on the record. Uh, it's not what you might call perhaps a single, because uh, they would never play it on the radio. <laughs> but it's an epic and powerful record, and I'm very honored to have this, this, this gentleman in the Meaning Wave universe. He is a Canadian, a fellow Canadian, a fellow of, of the Canadians out there and uh, the, the Canadian we're celebrating tonight. So it makes sense that we play this record, you know. And I've got to say, one of the proudest moments of my life uh, was when this fellow uh, was uh, sending me messages and uh, just sent me a really, really beautiful message. And it was one of the loveliest things I ever read, frankly. And uh, yeah, and I'm, just very, I'm just very honored to be able to share this with you tonight, brothers and sisters. This is a song called Peak Speak Publicly from Anyway Masterpieces 2. This is Akira the Don featuring Norm MacDonald. Please keep an eye on my spaceship, I have to grab my liquid. I, I, I find like, uh, I have some beliefs that are too inflammatory to even discuss, unfortunately. Because there are certain things in society that you're not allowed to believe or speak publicly. Because there are certain things in society that you're not allowed to believe or speak publicly. And so I'll just never say that. And I'll just leave them in my head. But mostly, uh, I find all these things ridiculous. First of all, I hate that we force people into identifying themselves by little tiny. Uh, because we oppress people, we further oppress them by forcing them to, to identify themselves as what I consider less than human. Someone says, I am proud to be black. I go, that's too bad for that guy. Because it's a retarded thing to be proud of. And we see it with white power. If someone says, I'm proud to be white, we see how ridiculous that sounds. But we don't see it when a person says, because they've been oppressed, I'm proud to be black. But it is ridiculous. We've pushed them into a corner where now they're going to spend their whole life identifying themselves by the pigment of their skin. Which is a sad waste of life. 
I'm proud to be gay. That's what I am, and that's how I live my life. But boy, you're really limiting yourself there, and it's too bad. And I know you've been forced into it by being pushed down and oppressed, but it's still very, very sad. think of myself as Canadian and I think it's a terrible thing to say you're proud to be a Canadian or proud to be an American. All that stuff is nonsense. You may as well be proud to have lungs. You didn't accomplish nothing. You just born somewhere or you know you're just born with a, uh, a skin that's a certain color or born with a a sexual attraction to a certain type of person, that stuff's all... It's all just little miniature things in life that are so unimportant. And when people try to tell me that God is not important, but that this nonsense is important, I couldn't disagree more. Because there are certain things in society that you're not allowed to believe or speak publicly. And so I'll just never say that. I'll just leave them in my little land. There are certain things in society that you're not allowed to believe or speak publicly. And so I'll just never say that. I'll just leave them in my little land. There are certain things in society that you're not allowed to believe or speak publicly. And so I'll just never say that. And I'll just leave them in my little head. There are certain things in society you're not allowed to believe or to speak publicly. And so I'll just never say them. And I'll just leave them in my little hands. Happy Canadian Day! Happy Canadian Day, Norm MacDonald. You beautiful, proud Canadian. Host of the Candies, the guy who found that other guy under a bridge and sorted him out for him, you know. God bless. Uh, Norm MacDonald's one of uh, my favorite living humans, you know, humans. Uh, I think Norm MacDonald's, he's, he's like our Mark Twain, you know, at the very least. The very least. And uh, I'm very, very grateful uh, and. Uh, and proud <laughs> to have him in the Meanie Wave universe uh, by Jove and uh, very much looking forward to bringing more Norm Wave in the future make some noise for Norm McDonald brothers and sisters oh oof oof you know it's a real honor I had some great, some great people on this uh, record Theo Vaughn sent me a really beautiful message last night as well about uh, his song. And um, yeah, I love that song too. But he's not Canadian, so we're not going to play that. Now, what we're doing today, brothers and sisters, is we're going to go in on the first of this series of JBP Wave live streams. 
live sets, live shows here in the heart of Occupied YouTube, MAZ, Meaning Wave Autonomous Zone. It is time! Brothers and sisters, make some noise. If you happen to be standing, I urge you to stand up straight. With your shoulders back, by Joe. Buckle up, buckle up. We're broadcasting live for the peak of human civilization by Joe. And we got one man in the building, joining us across space and time. On this most auspicious day and this most auspicious year of our Lord 2028. Recorded human civilization. Greatest years to be alive in the history of mankind. The first chapter I have in my book is called Stand Up Straight with Your Shoulders Back. And it's an injunction to be combative, not least to further your career, let's say, but also to adopt a stance of ready engagement with the world and to reflect that in your posture. I kind of have an affinity for lobsters. When a lobster loses a fight, it kind of crunches down, so he looks smaller. When he wins a fight, he stretches out, looks bigger, and so he's signaling to other lobsters the tally of his victory. So you think, well, so what? The lobster runs on serotonin, neurochemical, and if the lobster loses, the serotonin levels go down, and if he wins, the serotonin levels go up. And when the serotonin levels go up, he stretches out, and he's constantly lost. And one of the consequences of that is if a lobster loses a battle and you give him the equivalent of antidepressant, then he stretches out and he'll fight again. Stand up straight, stand up straight, stand up straight, with your shoulders back. Stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, stand up straight, with your shoulders back. Stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, with your shoulders back. Stand up straight, hey, stand up straight. Stand up straight with your shoulders back. So antidepressants work on lobsters. And you think, well, who cares? It's like, no, 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 you don't get it. We diverged from lobsters from an evolutionary perspective 350 million years ago, and it's the same circuit. It's absolutely unbelievable. And that shows you how deep inside you, how basic, how primordial that circuit is in you. It's sizing other people up and looking at where they fit in the hierarchy. The idea of the hierarchy is at least 350 million years old. And so I read that and I think, well, so much for the idea that human hierarchies are a socio-cultural construct. It's like, no, that's wrong. It's not just a little bit wrong, it's unbelievably wrong. It's mind-bogglingly wrong. Lobsters have hierarchies. That's a third of a billion years ago. Okay, that's not a social construction. It's part of being itself. And if you only see a hierarchy as power and tyranny, then you're looking at the world wrong. Stand up straight. Hey! Stand up straight. Hey! Stand up straight. We should show respect. Stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, with your shoulders back. Stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, hey, stand up straight, stand up straight, hey, 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 stand up stra
So this basically says, I'm open to the world. But what it also says is I can handle being open to the world. So it signifies confidence and confidence. The deepest Christian idea is that you should accept the vulnerability of being. That's the acceptance of the crucifixion. You're at the X where all the suffering takes place. You gonna whine about that? No, and get resentful and bitter about it? Or are you gonna say, bring it on? Bring it on. You can handle it, no matter what it is. And the idea is that if you can do that, you will transcend the tragedy. And it's like, well, could that be true? Well, if you admire the courageous, so well, how courageous can you get? That's the question. How courageous can you get? Well, you practice. Stand up straight, stand up straight, stand up straight. Put your shoulders back. Stand up straight, stand up straight, stand up straight, raise your shoulders back. Stand up straight, 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 stand up Make some noise. You got Joe B. Peterson in the house. Relative and you have your own physical problem. Frankly, you're a mess. Uh. 
all your aggression. Let's fix all your fix all your fix all your aggression. You are OP, that's your oppressed. You are OP from JBP Wave Genesis. Who wants to own that album on vinyl? Who would like to own that album on vinyl by Jove? Who's excited that the Alan Watts vinyl albums and single are being mailed out this week? By Jove. Yeah, baby, it's real. I heard word around town, word around town, I heard something uh, along the lines of, what were they saying? I think it was, uh, Needy Wave exists! Oh yeah, that was it. Turns out it's true. It's true. Needy Wave exists! And Case just upgraded their membership to level two by Joe. God bless you. Shouts out to everyone supporting. Thank you, Richard Young. Thank you, Fran Harkat. This is Clean Your Room. Sajutej, what's up? Says thank you, JBB, for leading so many of us here. What a natural phenomenon. Alright, chill, chill, chill. Who wants to live in Utopia? Hmm. I don't know if you do, baby. I don't know if that's what you need. Or even if you want to talk. 
Here's the thing. What? Human beings don't want, want you go be in comfort and uncertainty. They want adventure and chaos and uncertainty. Human beings don't, don't want you go be in comfort and uncertainty. They want adventure and chaos and uncertainty. Satan. What? In Milton's Paradise Lost, Satan decides that he can do without the transcendent. of what you know, something like that, immediately he was in hell. Things get large, and then they get too large, and then they collapse. And so, in 2008, when the politicians said, too big to fail, they got something truly backwards. The statement was reversed. It had to fail. Human beings don't want utopian comfort and certainty. They want adventure and chaos and uncertainty. Human beings don't want utopian comfort and certainty. They want adventure and chaos and uncertainty. When I read Paradise Lost, I was studying totalitarianism and I thought, you know, the poet, the true poet, like a prophet, is someone who has intimations of the future. Has intimations of the future. And maybe that's because the poetic mind, the philosophical or prophetic mind, is a pattern detector. And there are people who can detect the underlying, it's like the melody of a nation. Melody as in song. The song of a nation. And you see how it's going to develop across the centuries. You see that in Nietzsche, because Nietzsche, for example, in the, around 1860 or so, I mean, he prophesied what was going to happen in the 20th century. He said that, he said specifically that the specter of communism would kill millions of people in the 20th century. It's an amazing prophecy. Some people are very good at Perfect. patterns, you know, and Milton, I think, was of that sort. He had intimations of what was coming as human rationality became more and more powerful. And technology became more and more powerful. And then Milton's warning was the rational mind that generates a production and then worships it as if it's absolute immediately occupies hell. And that's what I think the story of the Tower of Babel is about. It's a warning against the expansion of a system that encompasses everything. It's a warning against presumption and so there's a utopian kind of vision there as well as we can build a structure that's so large and encompassing that that, that, it, that, it, that heaven itself and so the very notion of a utopia was anti-human because we're not built for static utopia we're built for a dynamic situation where there's demands placed on
they want Adventure and chaos and uncertainty Human beings don't want Utopian comfort and certainty They want Adventure and chaos and uncertainty Human beings don't want Utopian comfort and certainty They want Adventure and chaos and uncertainty Human beings don't want Utopian comfort and certainty They want Adventure and chaos and uncertainty Ow! Guess what, baby? Guess what? Guess what, baby? For years and years I heard people complain, oh, everything's the same now. Everything's being done now. There's no room for adventure anymore. There's no opportunity for adventure. Guess what, baby? You just got a load of it. If you so choose, if you have eyes to see, there is so much potential for adventure for you right now. Right now there is, baby. If only you would just take it, baby. It's there for you right now. You know, if you take people and you expose them voluntarily to things that they are avoiding and are afraid of, you know, that they know they need to overcome in order to meet their goals, their self-defined goals. If you can teach people to stand up in the face of the things they're afraid of... MAC makes noise! What up, Ricardo Singh? Appreciate you, baby. What? What would you be like if you stopped wasting time? Yeah. Hey. 
Smash them wave emojis, but show What would you be like? I wondered that myself when I made this song. I did, I did everything that was instructed to in the song. I cut out everything useless and unnecessary. And now... <laughs> now look at this, baby. Wow. Feels like it works. By Jove, it feels like it works. I read this piece of work by Jung a long while back. It was a meditation on the injunction to treat your neighbor as, as you would like to be treated. And what Jung pointed out, which I really liked, was that that wasn't an injunction to be nice to other people. It was an invitation to reciprocity. It was something like this. It's like you should figure out how you would like to be treated, like you were taking care of yourself, not how you would like people to respond to you. It's, it's more important than that. It's like imagine you had a child that you really cared for, and, and someone said, well, 
people will treat this child exactly like you want them to, but you have to figure out what that is. And so then you'd have to sit down for like a month and you'd think, okay, well, how do you want your child to be treated? You don't want everyone just to be nice to him, you know? You want people to challenge him and you want people to discipline him and you want people to tell him when he's wrong. It's like, you don't just want everyone to be nice. That's, that's pathetic, it's pathetic. There's, there's no challenge in that. Challenge in that, challenge in that, challenge in that. There's no challenge in that. What? Human beings are self-conscious, and we know about our limitations, and we know about our weaknesses. And so we can have contempt for human beings in general, because, you know, we're just flawed and breakable and all of that. But we know ourselves better than we know everyone else. And so you have a very acute sense of how you're not up to scratch and, and so that leads naturally to a sort of self-contemptuous attitude. People are more likely to give prescription medication to their pets than to take them themselves. Imagine someone that you treat well, that you love, then try to treat yourself that way. You gotta detach from yourself a bit. You gotta think, okay, well, I'm a person among other people and I deserve at least as much respect as a person among other people. I should be trying to help myself across time and instead of being self-contemptuous and self-destructive. I need to take care of myself as if I'm potentially valuable and to lay out my life that way. It's hard for people. They don't take care of themselves as well as they should. your room, take care of your things, like have some respect for yourself as a miraculous being because that is actually what you are. There is a lot of potential within you. You're necessary more than you think to the unfolding of things. That's the thing about being an individual. It's the thing that Western civilization has always recognized that as an individual, you have a light that you have to bring into the world. And that if you don't bring it into the world, the world is a dimmer place. And that's a bad thing because when the world is a dim place, it can get very, very, very dark. fate depends on whether or not you get your act together and to what degree you decide that you're going to live out your own genuine being. It isn't only your fate. It's the fate of everyone that you're networked with. There's seven billion people in the world, and who are you? You're just one little dust mote among that seven billion, and so it really doesn't matter what you do or don't do, but that's simply not the case. It's the wrong model, because you're at the center of a network. You're a node in 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 a network. You'll know a thousand people at least over the course of your life. And they'll know a thousand people. 
you're connected and the things you do, they're like dropping a stone in a pond. The ripples move outward and they affect things in ways that you can't fully comprehend. And it means that the things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. More important than you think. Far more important than you think. The things that you do and you don't do are far more important than you think. motivation say well I can't help being nihilistic all my belief systems have collapsed it's like yeah maybe maybe you just allowed them to collapse because it's a hell of a lot easier than acting them out and the price you pay is some meaningless suffering but you can always whine about that and people will feel sorry for you and you have the option of taking the pathway of the martyr so that's a pretty good deal all things considered especially when the alternative is to bear your burden properly and to live forthrightly in the world if you live a pathological life, you pathologize your society. And if enough people do that, then... It's hell. It's hell. Thank you, Alec Moran. Thank you, Rick Adelsey. Fry her cats. 
has a question. Thank you for the A10 dollar. Says, are you planning on releasing more JBP Meaning Wave in the future? Am I planning? Yo. Yo, my, my guy. Go have a look uh, on the story section of my Instagram. And you will see uh, the three, two or three songs that we were working on today. Uh, every day, if you keep an eye on that, you'll see, you'll see us working on songs. Uh, how many songs? We hit number nine today. I'm working it sequentially again. Apart from, I think I'm going to add one more song right at the end to the beginning. <laughs> so the beginning is incredible. Because I always pick up speed as I'm going along and it gets better and better and better. So it already has an intro, but I think when I get to the end, I'm going to go back to the beginning and make a definitive statement about the whole thing in the form of a, of a, a song that I will, will make there and then. And that's going to be epic. So we're nine tracks in right now, baby. And yeah, it's amazing. And like I said, it's amazing and incredibly auspicious because I start making this new album last week. And then this week uh, on TikTok, uh, the song Art, which was the final song from the previous album, JVP Wave Father, uh, has suddenly started going viral and there's over 7,000 people have uploaded videos of themselves making art to the song Art, which is really beautiful. So uh, I think this is the right thing to be doing at this point in time. Shouts out to everybody locked in, baby. Shouts out to everybody locked in live. Shouts out to everybody listening on the replay. Shouts out to everyone listening on the podcast. Smash that like. Leave a review. High five the neighbor. You are more, more than who you are. You're more important than you think. And you are more than who you are. Well, you could be more than who you are. Ooh. Oh! Ah, you could be. Bite off a little more than you can chew. You get stronger. Ah, you could and be. And you do that in the gym, for example. When you go lift weights, you lift weights that are a little heavier all the time. Ah, you could and as a consequence, you develop yourself physically and you turn into who you could be. You turn ah, into you more than you are. More than who you are. Ah, you could be. More than who you are. More than you are.
and they start to avoid and then they get more afraid that their ability to pursue their goal or to accomplish their goal deteriorates because they're avoiding if you're a psychotherapist or even a friend or or a supportive loved one i'm going to encourage the person to face the challenges that are making them afraid to face them voluntarily what happens as a consequence of that is that the person usually is able to overcome those fears and develop the necessary skill and to prevail. That's partly because, not so much because they get less afraid, but because they get more skilled and more courageous. If you bite off a little more than you can chew, you get stronger as a consequence. And you do that in the gym. For example, when you go lift weights, you lift weights that are a little heavier all the time. And as a consequence, you develop yourself physically and you turn into who you could be. You turn into more than you are. Okay, so if you face fears a little bit at a time, fears and challenges, and you do that voluntarily, then you become
if you have a friend and you tell them bad news, they're actually sad, and you can tell them. They will listen. You know, they'll listen. They'll take the damn pain, and they won't tell you about some worst thing that happened to them, defensively said. Or they won't secretly be happy that you got knocked off your pedestal. They'll listen. And then the other thing is, is if you have a friend and something good happens to you, they're happy. Like you have an ethical responsibility to take care of yourself, you have an ethical responsibility to surround yourself with people who have the courage and faith and wisdom to wish you well when you've done something good and to stop you when you're doing something destructive. And if your friends aren't like that, then they're not your friends. Make friends with people who want the best for you. People don't exactly understand it. It's okay morally to choose people that are trying to help you be better. And to shy away from people who are going to drag you down. Two drowned people is not an improvement over one. Make friends with people who want the best for you. Make friends with people who want the best for you. morally obliged to go down with someone else's ship. 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 Now you think that's pretty harsh and pretty rude. You can't abandon a friend in need. That's not what I'm saying. Not what I'm, saying. I'm saying that it is appropriate for you to look at your social surround and to make decisions. If you have a person who's hurting you and who won't quit and who's pulling you down, that is not necessary. Make friends with people who want the best for you. You go with people that are trying to elevate you. Make friends with people who want the best for you. You are obligated to associate with people who are making your life work. Make friends with people who want the best for you. You are obligated not to associate with people who are trying to damage the structure of being. Your being, the family being, social being, all of that. Like, no. 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 Wrong. 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 Move away. Move away. Move away. Men don't struggle for power. That isn't what men do. Not if they're civilized. They size each other up and elect the competent to lead them. And they do that at every level of society. I worked in a rail crew in southern Saskatchewan. They're rough guys, like a lot of them had been in prison, you know. And when you first came onto the rail crew, you got a stupid nickname and people teased you. And I remember this one kid called Lunchbox. That was his nickname because he came to the rail crew with a lunch bucket that looked like his mom had packed it. That was a bad idea. So they named him Lunch Bucket, which he wasn't very happy about. Well, that was a mistake. He should have taken it with a smile. And then he was always peevish and irritable. And if you asked him to do something, he'd whine. 
There's about 60 men on this crew. It stretched out about a quarter of a mile down the tracks. Soon, anonymous harassers were throwing pebbles at him during work. We had hard hats on, so the game was, let's see if we can hit a lunch bucket in the, in the hard hat with a pebble. And then that was purposeful because he didn't, couldn't take a joke. It's like, well, let's see if he can take this joke. Clunk. And then it just got more and more peevish and the pebbles got bigger and 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 bigger. You know, a week later, lunch bucket was gone. Having not learned anything from the experience, but you know, the men were testing him out. It's like, can you take a joke? Can you be useful? Can you at least be amusing? Is there something worthwhile about you? It's like, no, it's like, okay, well then, you're out of here. Because you never know when we actually might need to depend on you. Make some noise for lunch bucket. I think about lunch bucket quite often, you know. I wonder where he is now. What happens to him? Make some noise for lunch bucket, baby. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. No, to who someone else is today. Clinical psychologist, and I spent 20 hours a week for 25 years listening to people tell me about their lives. And those people were people who were just barely hanging on to the bottom of the world, up to people who were so successful you could hardly believe. Being a clinical psychologist, if you really listen, is like being immersed in a Dostoevsky novel all the time, you know, because it's amazing what people tell you if you listen to them, because they're so peculiar, like, they're like penguins or rhinoceroses or ostriches, they're unlikely creatures. Well, you've got to improve, right? And you might think, oh, I'm a real fixer-upper, and I'm really embarrassed about that because there's 50 things wrong with me, and like, look at that guy, and so now I feel all terrible because of the comparison and all of that. And First of all, it's unfair, especially by the time you're about 30. Your life has become quite idiosyncratic. Let's say your life has eight dimensions, family, friends, intimate relationships. You're individually positioned in all those dimensions. Your life isn't like anyone else's life. see someone who's doing better than you it's like you're only seeing one dimension at one slice of time so it's not reasonable you don't have the whole picture and then you get down on yourself and take the spirit out of yourself and you get bitter and resentful there's nothing good about that but you do need to improve there's not as much of you as there should be so what's the comparison well that's easy just say okay well here's my position in time and space right now here's my virtues and fault I can be a little bit better tomorrow in some minor way. Well, that's the right comparison because you are very much like you. Everything's the same about you. Everything's the same about you. And so it's the perfect comparison.
You just don't have insight into the tragedy of someone else's life. You might think, well, he's rich and successful. It's like, yeah, but you just don't know. You don't know what his relationship is with his wife or his children. You know, you don't know that he's gone through two divorces and his daughter won't talk to him. All of his kids is schizophrenic. And the point is, you should be better than you are, but it's not because you're worse than other people. It's because you're not everything you should be. And so you got to pick the comparison right. And then that's also ennobling and instantly hopeful. There is absolutely no doubt that you can be slightly better tomorrow than you are today. There is definitely something that you can do today that will make you slightly better for the next day. Always. Okay. You're 85. You have Alzheimer's. You know, you're done. Sometimes you're done. Most of the time you're not. And most of the time there's something within your grasp that you could put right. See, that's the fundamental issue. It's like life is tragic. It's full of suffering and it's full of malevolence. There's no doubt about that. And it's, it's brutal. It's more brutal than you can even imagine in some ways or willing to imagine. But there's something you could put right. And we don't know what would happen if you put everything you could right, if you put it right. And then we don't know what would happen if everyone did that. But you can be certain that it would be less tragic and less malevolent. And so, like, you don't have anything better to do with Dean, do you have anything better to do than that? M-A-Z. Because I don't. And that's why it's real beautiful listening to these songs, you know, because each one of these songs has been a lesson to me. Each one of these songs is a kind of audio affirmation to teach myself something I want to learn or to imprint instantly something I want to carry, you know. Put something in there I want to be able to wrestle with and then understand. And when I made those records, I wasn't doing a lot of the stuff I needed to be doing. I was wasting a lot of time. I was wasting a lot of light. I wasn't everything I could be. I'm still not. But I'm a lot more now than I was then. Just from those incremental improvements, just a little bit every day. That's all you gotta do, just a little bit every day. Make that your system. And make that aim. Make that aim be congruence with your highest self, your true nature, and just a little bit every day, a smile at someone here, a favor there, a good deed here, kettlebell swing there, high five there, you'll get there baby, it's inevitable, you just gotta burn off that deadwood. Boom. Should move forward in time with me? Yeah! And what should be the as if it's dead wood? Yeah. The more dead wood that you let go of and burn off when you have the opportunity, the less it accretes around you. Forest fires. People 
been trying to prevent forest fires for a long time is because forest fires burn up the forest, and that can't be good. But here's what happens if you don't let forest fires burn. Forests collect a lot of dry branches, because the tree branches die, and wood falls on the forest floor and collects. The amount of flammable material keeps increasing with time. And that's not so bad if it's wet, but if the amount of flammable material is increasing and it gets really dry, and then it burns, then you have a real problem. The forest fire can burn so hot that it burns this topsoil right off. In which case you don't have a forest at all anymore, you just have a desert. Dead wood. Dead wood. Useful in a crisis, and people that you admire, right? You can think of all those people as the harsh 
Wednesday makes noise, baby. Deadwood. Make some noise for that Deadwood, baby. If you want to be a phoenix, first you must bun. Finding out what you're doing wrong is not a pleasant experience, and it means that you have to sacrifice part of yourself. Usually a burned out, stupid, bitter, corrupt, arrogant, nasty, vengeful part of yourself, but nonetheless, part that you like. I think that room for those incremental improvements exists within everyone's grasp. And I think that it's a humble thing to do, to ask how you can improve incrementally without interfering with anyone else, like it's your problem, not theirs. I think that the consequences of maintained incremental improvement are anything but incremental. You get compound interest on incremental improvement. No, there's another rule in the New Testament called the Matthew Principle. Economists use it, and the rule is to those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. To those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. It's an actually a description of the way the world works. You know that if you've ever played Monopoly. To those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. And there's a reason for that, that's a deep reason. And it's a very harsh rule because it means as you start to wander off the path, the probability that you will wander further off the path increases non-linearly. And that's a terrible thing to know. As you wander towards the edge, the probability that you'll fall off the cliff increases. And that's statistical justification for the concept of hell. But as you improve, the probability that each improvement will produce a further improvement increases. And so perhaps the downside is the cataclysmic catastrophe that you can engage upon if you reproduce your moral failings. But the upside is that each improvement produces an increment in the probability of the next improvement. To those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. Those who have everything more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. It's actually a description of the way the world works. You know that if you've ever played Monopoly. To those who have everything more will be given. And from those who have nothing. 
will be taken. If you're a behavioral psychologist, and I am a behavioral psychologist, what you do is you help a person establish their aim, then you break down what they're trying to do into attainable units. The general consequence of that is that every time they manage an accomplishment, they get a little stronger in character, they get a little bit more confident in their ability, they get a little bit less racked with self-disgust, they get a little bit more hopeful about the future, and they get more confident that they can make another change. And if you're patient, and you have to be patient with yourself that way, it's like you reward those incremental improvements and you don't get all cynical about them, and you think, okay, just imagine what would happen if you kept doing that every week for 10 years. And the answer to that is, things would be so much better for you that you can't even imagine it. With that much improvement. Or maybe even with half that much improvement. To those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. To those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. It's actually a description of the way the world works. You know that if you've ever played Monopoly. To those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. Alright, see you make some guys. That is far too real. That's a very good way of progressing. Make some noise. Get that real progress, baby. You versus you. To the death. This is the Peter Pan story. This is the Peter Pan story. Peter Pan is this magical boy. Pan is the god of everything, roughly speaking. It's not an accident that he has the name Pan. And he's the boy that won't grow up. And he's magical. Well, that's because children are magical. They can be anything. They're nothing but potential. Peter Pan doesn't want to give that up. Why? Well, he's got some adults around him, but the main adult is Captain Hook. Who the hell wants to grow up to be Captain Hook? First of all, you've got a hook. Second, you're a tyrant. And third, you're chased by the dragon of chaos with a clock in its stomach. The crocodile, it's already got a piece of you. Well, that's what happens when you get older. Time has already got a piece of you. And eventually, it's got a taste for you. And eventually, it's going to eat you. Hook is so traumatized by that that he can't help but be a tyrant. And then Peter Pan looks at traumatized Hook and says, Well, no, I'm not sacrificing my childhood for that. He ends up king of lost boys. Sacrifice. You get to pick your damn sacrifice. That's all. Sacrifice. You don't get to not make one. You're sacrificial whether you want to be or not. 
the hell wants to be king of the Lost Boys. And he also sacrifices the possibility to have a real relationship with a woman, because that's Wendy. She wants to grow up and have kids and have a life. She accepts her mortality, she accepts her maturity. Peter Pan has to content himself with Tinkerbell. She doesn't even exist. She's like, she's like the fairy of porn. She doesn't exist. She's the substitute for the real thing. There's a sacrificial element in maturation. You have to sacrifice the pluripotentiality of childhood for the actuality of a frame. Well, why would you do that? One reason is, it happens to you whether you do it or not. You can either choose your damn limitation, or you can let it take you unaware when you're 30, or even worse, when you're 40. That is not a happy day. A happy day. Sacrifice. sacrifice. You get to pick your damn sacrifice. That's all. Sacrifice. You don't get to not make one. You're sacrificial whether you want to be or not. When you're 25, you can be an idiot. It's no problem. Okay, well now you're the same person at 30. It's like people aren't so thrilled about you at that point. It's like, what the hell have you been doing for the last 10 years? Well, I'm just as clueless as I was when I was 22. Yeah, but you're not 22. You're an old infant. And that's an ugly thing. You choose your damn sacrifice. Because the sacrifice is inevitable. But at least you get to choose it. The problem with being a child is that all you are is potential. And it's really low resolution. You could be anything, but you're not anything. So then you go and you adopt an apprenticeship. At least you become something. And when you're something, that makes the world open up to you again. If you're a really good plumber, then you end up being far more than a plumber. You end up being a good employer. You run a business, you train some other people, you enlarge their lives, you're kind of a pillar of the community, you, you have your family. It's, once you pass through that narrow training period, which narrows you and constricts you and develops you at the same time, then you can come out to the other end with a bunch of new possibility at hand. And you talked about that. He thought that part of the proper path of development in the last half of life was to rediscover the child that you left behind as you were apprenticing. And so then you get to be something and regain that potential at the same time. Sacrifice. You get to pick your damn sacrifice. That's all. Sacrifice. You don't get to not make one. You're sacrificial whether you want to be or not. Sacrifice. You get to pick your damn sacrifice. That's all. Sacrifice. You don't get to not make one. Sacrificial whether you want to be or not.
Sick. Sacrifice, baby. You get to pick that sacrifice, and that's it. So what you gonna do with that power inside of you? Well, I would say, pick a thing and go all in. Pick a thing and go all in. Get in the zone, refuse to leave. Who knows what you might achieve? You could be a writer. You could be a road sweeper. You could be a plumber. Just be a good one, you know? We need to know who the competent people are, and we need to reward them. And even more importantly, we need to tell young people, hey, there's some hierarchies of competence out there. Like, a thousand of them. Go be a plumber, man. Be a good one, you know? Be an honest one. Because otherwise, all you do is go out there and cause trouble. We don't need people to cause more trouble. We need people to solve Solve problems. Solve problems. We need people to solve problems. We need people to cause more trouble. We need people to solve problems. Go be a plumber, man. 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 someone who knows what they're doing it's a bloody pleasure they tell you what they're gonna do they tell you how much it will cost they go and do it it works and you pay them perfect everyone's happy Perfect. and that's what happens when you have genuine hey,
the Yav baby. That was part one of JBP Wave. Chronicle. We're going to be doing one of these every week up until the release of the new album. We'll do one of these every week counting up to the release of the new album. Each one, what each one of these is doing is going back into the JVP Wave archives and presenting it in a, uh, in a storytelling fashion, you know, in a way that tells the story and gets us up to speed, baby. And then we're going to hit you with whoops upside the head with that new JVP. We just hit your whoops upside the head with that new Meaning Way Masterpieces by Joe. What? Shouts out to everyone who's been copying that. You can buy that on Bandcamp now, baby. Go download that thing. Go stream it on YouTube as well if you want to do that. Shouts out to everybody loved in. What's up, Patrick Smith? What up, Cindy Betty? What up, Angie Bars? What? That was epic. Hey. <laughs> that's just how everybody looked at. God bless you. Patrick Smith says, be a good DJ like Akira. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. YouTube Hero Alice says, grab yourself an exclusive Meaning Wave monolith. Now available for a limited time only. That's right. Did you not know? See this thing here in the middle of my desk? The thing that is on the cover of the Meaning Wave Masterpieces 2 album. This beautiful steel structure, this beautiful work of art. Uh, the artist in question, Daniel Elliott, is making these for a limited time. You can uh, you can carve them now, meaningwave.com. Uh, again, if you it, if you're on my Instagram, uh, you'll have seen me post some pictures of these earlier, some behind the scenes, behind the scenes of these things. Uh, they're looking very cool. Let me pull those up. See if I can show them on the close-up camera. Hey, close-up camera, what's cracking with you? Yeah. These things are crazy. Um, look at this thing, look at these things. Solid steel, what is it, like nine gauge or 16 gauge? I've got to look that up. Um, but they're being constructed right now. We'll be shipping this week section. Uh, they have LED lights in them, you know, they light up, very epic. Oh, that's one. <laughs> what's going on there? Yeah, that was me dancing through a new song in the studio earlier. Very, very fly, Kira the Dom. Hey. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go to MeaningWave.com and you can get a MeaningWave monolith. People have been asking me uh, to be able to get these for a long time, and now you actually can. And what's beautiful is they're made in the USA by a member of the MeaningWave community. Uh, Dan Elliott is a massive MeaningWave fan, and uh, he made me this as a gift, God bless him, and it was beautiful. And uh, then he made a couple more, you know, and uh, we sent one to YouTube Hero Alex and we went and we sent one to Diverting Tales. And those are the only ones that exist. Now, though, there's some being made for you. Shouts out to everyone that's already ordered theirs. Shouts out to everyone that ordered What's Wave Vinyl. They're shipping this week. We got it all in the crib. Mabadon is getting them uh, mailing lists and all that business together, weighing and packagings and all that craziness. We're getting Hercules in on it. 
<laughs> Shouts out to everyone who gets a package with a, a Hercules signature. That's gonna be epic. Yeah. Meaning Wave Masterpieces is gonna drop on a Spotify and all that business this Friday. Uh, Mac Carter says the nicest group chat ever is on this stream. Isn't that the case? That really is the case. People are always amazed when people discover Meaning Wave. They go, Kira the Don, I'm so glad Meaning Wave exists and the music's really wonderful, but then I found a community. Everyone's so epic and so cool and so nice and so supportive. How is this even possible, Kira the Don? I'm like, what else would it be? It's weird to me that you go to other places and they're not like this. You go to other people's chat areas and... <laughs> You're like, whoa. That broken window thing is, that theory is real, huh? That theory is a correct theory. We don't got no broken windows around here. We keep our shit clean, baby. We got YouTube Hero Alex in the house. He's like Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. He's like Rudy Giuliani in 2000. <laughs> Yo, he keep this shit clean. Yo. <laughs> what up, YouTube Hero Alex? Shouts out to you. Make some noise in the chat for YouTube Hero Alex by Joe. Play you a couple more songs. Hey. Hey. Shouts out to Natural Phenomenon. What? This is, uh, I'm gonna play you a couple songs. This song right here, this is from Meaning Wave Masterpieces. What? Akira. Let's get it. Uh. I was talking about that this weekend. Uh. Taking a lot about it. I think the two basic types of music indigenous to this country are um, the um, black music, blues and the folk music that was brought over from Europe and I guess they call it country music or the kind of West Virginia high and low sound that those, those are the two main streams of root American music it looks like uh, 10 years ago what they called rock and roll was kind of a blending of those two forms uh, and I guess what's happening now is rock is kind of dying out and everyone's going back to the roots again some are going back into country and some are going back into basic blues i guess in four or five years the new uh generation's music will be out it'll have a synthesis of those two elements and some third thing some third thing Yeah, it might rely heavily on electronics. Tapes. I can kind of envision. I can I can kind of envision maybe um oh. one person with an alarm machine. One person with an alarm machine. One one person with an alarm machine. Singing and speaking and using machines. One person 
machines Singing or speaking and using machines What? Singing or speaking and using machines Singing or speaking and using machines Singing or speaking What? Using machines Singing or speaking and using machines Using machines M-A-C! What? Shouts out to, shouts out to Jim Morrison Predicting meaning wave in the 70s What a guy a lot of machines, one person with a lot of machines, one person with a lot of machines, singing or speaking and using 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 machines. Welcome to the Mini Wave Autonomous Zone, baby. Hey! Using machines. That's right, baby. Can't believe he got it so specifically correct. People be like, oh yeah, Jim Morrison, he was uh, predicting EDM. You know, he was predicting EDM, because like one person, a lot of machines, you know, DJ. Yeah, 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 but like he was a bit more specific than that, wasn't he? There. He said, uh, one person with a lot of machines singing or speaking and using machines. Speaking! People always forget about the speaking part. What does Meaning Wave contain that no other uh, contemporary form of music contains in, uh, in such a... <laughs> Consistent fashion. It's that speaking, baby. What? We're here. Jim Morrison reckoned that was going to happen in about four years after he said that in 1973 or whatever it was. Well, it took a little longer than that, but we're here now, baby by Jove. <laughs> we are here. And it's a good job we are. Because it was right on time that the world needed this record. are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. 
Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men. Cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world. Millions of despairing men, women and little children. Victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. So long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate, only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty! In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power, the power to create machines, the power to create happiness, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power, let us all unite! By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness.
God bless MAZ. There's the great dictator featuring Charlie Chaplin from the new album Meaning Wave Masterpieces 2. Smash that like, make some noise. And God bless you. Brave citizens of the MAZ, thank you for being here tonight. A glorious, beautiful, epic, joyful occasion. We celebrated and we're grateful for and to Canada in general and the Peterson family. Make some noise for the Petersons. What? Make some noise for Norm MacDonald. Brother Norm, thank you for that song. Thank you each and every one of you who's been here tonight. With your energy, with your excellent vibes, with your excellent conversation, your excellent cheer. Big shout out to everyone who supported during this thing. Without you, we could not do this thing. And so to you, we are grateful. Make some noise in the chat for the following. Make some noise, Mike Batters. Make some noise, Prince Shabrikas XV. Angelo Zimmerman, David Howe. Freya Cat, Alec Moran, Rick Adelsey, Natural Phenomenon, Citrutez, Richard Young. Shout out to our new member, Case. Well, existing member, we're upgraded to level two. God bless you, Case. You can go get your download of this new album. It's waiting for you on the members tab. If you want to be a member of this channel, that's a great way of supporting the way. You get access to all those dope emojis. If you're in the chat and you're like, why do these people got these sick emojis? Where they get their sick emojis from? That's where they get it. You're a member of the channel, you get the sick emojis. That's how it works. Hey, if you want to support the channel, you can do that. Yeah, boogie. The wow, this instrumental is amazing. Yes, that's true. You can go to MeanyWave.com, get yourself some epic garments. You can get a nice t-shirt like the one I'm wearing now. Look, what does this t-shirt say? It says MeanyWave exists. As if you can get a t-shirt that says MeanyWave exists. That's helpful to let people know that MeanyWave exists. That's one of those great things you can do. What a plastic owl. Welcome to the channel, baby. What, what? What a Matt Carter. Appreciate the support, baby. Go to MeanyWave.com, get yourself an epic shirt like this one. You can also get yourself an epic thing like this. You can get yourself. A mini wave monolith, look at this thing. This beautiful three-dimensional thing, brushed steel, made by a real American. Craftsman, artist, amazing. Shouts out to that. Shouts out to Dan Elliott, all day. So yeah, those are things you can do. You can, uh, you know, you can do all those things. You can go to Spotify, cop the playlist. We've got new playlists waiting for you. We just added new ones. We're adding new playlists all the time. Hey! But yeah, the most important thing you can do is uh, let the people know this fact that it says on my shirt, Meaning Wave exists. We don't have no uh, marketing. We don't have no record label. We don't have no managers. We don't have no agents. The music press has never mentioned us once. They pretend we don't exist. And yet here we are. 160,000 people listened to Meaning Wave music just on Spotify last month. Let alone all the other places. And that's all because of you. That's all down to you. Every person you tell, 
who gets into this thing, who becomes a rider of this wave. They then let other people know and that's how we grow, baby. That's how the wave becomes a tsunami. And that's how you get all these epic albums. More and more. More and more epic albums coming. We got a brand new Alan Watts album coming in a matter of weeks, days. No matter whether it's a short amount of days. It's complete, it's amazing. We got a JVP album in process. It's gonna be amazing. So far, it's amazing. We've got amazing Christmas albums coming. We've got the return of the big monster man himself coming very soon. I ain't, I'm gonna say that now so I don't like spoiling surprises. But if you look at the track listing of Meaning Way Masterpieces 2, that gives you an idea of a load of amazing things that are coming next year. Shouts out to Graham Hancock. Shouts out to Norm McDonald. Shouts out to Theo Vaughn. And shouts out to you, brothers and sisters. Thank you for being here and sharing your light with us and the world. Join me now for by five. We'll be back tomorrow at the same bad time, the same Don channel, same Don time, same Don show. We're on Twitch at 7 a.m. CT every morning, having a very, very joyful time. So come join us over there on Twitch at 7 a.m. CT if that if that works for your time zone situation. And if not, you can always catch the replay. We're on the podcast feed, this broadcast, and the uh, other broadcast, the two daily door broadcasts, both go on the podcast feed, so you can listen to it there. Even if it gets yeezed here. Sometimes it does, because we're just too powerful. We're too OP. Powerful and oppressed. <laughs> Cock back, baby. Three, two, one. Thank you for being here, you beautiful creatures. Go forth and be mighty.